0: What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon.
1: For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. You know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show, but you know what? I love your show too, and that's what it's all about, bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives, the origin of the swimsuit, or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find the past and the curious in all the usual podcast places. The past and the curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.
0: What if kittens beat the clock? Folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off the cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Jude. Hi, my name is Jude, and I have pandas. I I like myself and What If World.
1: My question is
0: What my question is, what if pandas kids could ...turn into strep-fighting ninjas.
1: Jude suffers from Pandas, which is a sort of an autoimmune disorder that um, makes strep bacteria really, really icky for pandas' kids. Okay, thank you for What If World. We love it. Do we love it? Yeah, we do. Okay. Bye. Bye.
0: Wow, Jude. What a great question. I love the questions that force me to learn something. And I had never even heard of pandas before hearing this question. Now folks at home, I am not a doctor or a scientist, I'm just a guy doing stories for kids. But when I did my pandas homework, I found out that there are a lot of kids suffering in a very similar way from strep and strep-like infections, and, and while there's still a lot to be learned about pandas, what these families are going through is very real. Anyway, I'll let you come to your own conclusions. But you can find more about it on the National Institute for Mental Health website. And you can also go to past.care. that's www.pas.care, if you want to donate to help Panda's families get the care they need. But that's enough out of me, Jude is waiting for his story. As are all of you. So Jude, what if Panda's kids could turn into strep-fighting ninjas? Let's find out.
1: The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter, spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Are you looking for a
0: podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees
1: fart?
0: Once upon a time, there was a boy named Jude, and he had the feeling that he had just woken up. But also, he knew he hadn't been asleep. Jude, thank goodness you're all right, said Mojo Gogo, his turtle friend. That was a bad bout with pandas, cried Phoebe Falcon, flying over his bed. You can say that again, said Veronica Martian. Huh? I feel fine, guys. My pandas is in remission. It is now, but what if it comes back? Phoebe Falcon asked. Yeah, and medicine doesn't grow on trees, said Mojo Gogo. Except some, but then it has to be refined. They were in a cozy little cabin in the woods, and Jude sprung out out of bed to show all his friends how healthy he was. See, I can run, I can jump, I can flip, he tried a running front handspring and sprung right into a bookcase. He rolled himself out of the way just in time. You shouldn't be doing flips indoors, said Veronica Martian. I'm sorry, said Jude. I've just been training to be a ninja so I can fight the strap. Mojo slowly sauntered over to the bookcase and pushed it back up with his turtle shell. Veronica and Phoebe helped to write it. I don't think you can use ninja moves on strap, said Mojo. I know we can't yet, but that's why Dr. Martian's here. Right, Veronica? I didn't want to ruin the surprise, but yes, my shrink ray is operational. Shrink ray, called Phoebe, diving onto Veronica's shoulder. Show me where it is. I want to shrink away all the strep. No, 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 said Jude. The shrink ray's not for the strep. It's for us. Now I know it might be scary to go fight Strap, but- I'm in. Me too! I have to be there to make sure the device works properly. And also, I want to help. Oh, that was a lot easier to convince you all of than I thought. And Veronica Martian reached into her jacket pocket. Behold. And she pulled out nothing. That's not funny! complained Phoebe. Is that something only warm-blooded creatures can see? asked Mojo. But Jude was excited. Wow, you really did it. Yes, isn't it marvelous? You see, guys, explained Jude, the shrink ray can shrink anything except for itself. So she had to make it incredibly small, or else how would we use it when we were small? Uh, yeah. Gosh, I thought that would be harder to explain. And Veronica Martian took a tiny pin out of her other jacket pocket and aimed it for that invisible shrink ray in the middle of her hand. Beep! And all four of them were incredibly small. The bed Jude had been lying in looked like the biggest mountain in the world. And the wooden floor of the cabin seemed like an endless expanse. Thank goodness it works on living things said veronica wait you hadn't tested it on living creatures yet asked phoebe that would have been rude so i tested it on us instead um shouldn't you have tested it when we were closer to some strep asked mojo Ah, uh, yeah i'm all better and the house is really clean why don't you just unshrink us until we find someone who's sick unshrink you asked veronica holding up the shrink ray that now fit right in her hand. Oh dear. So now I'm a falcon that's smaller than a fly forever? Not forever. I can make you much smaller if you want. I'll just use the shrink ray again. No! No, no! Okay, fine. You what-if worldians are so touchy. Ding dong. Someone was at the door to the cabin. They all started rushing towards the door, but it was so far away at their current size. Hey, Jude. It's me, Zach. My parents drove me over here to bring you some lentil soup. We heard you were sick. Hold on, Zack, I'm coming. Jude was shouting at the top of his lungs. But do you think Zach could hear someone so small? Jude, it's cold out here. Come get your soup. Achoo! Veronica, did you hear that sneeze? I did. My strep detector does sense some bacteria coming from Zach. But don't worry. He doesn't have pandas. That doesn't matter. Strap is contagious. Besides, Zach's my friend. I may have got him sick in the first place. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. They heard Zach stomping his feet outside. I'm sorry, Jude. It's cold out here. I'm just gonna leave your soup. They were all running as fast as they could. But only Phoebe Falcon had any chance of flying to the door in time. Veronica. You said that shrink ray can make us all smaller? Yes. There's no theoretical limit to how small we can get. But if we get any smaller than this, it will be very difficult. It doesn't matter. It's our only chance. You've got to make you, me, and Mojo even smaller. Now. (coughs) And she shrunk the three of them down to about a quarter of that size. Now, Phoebe, come pick us up. What? Oh. Oh. And Phoebe Falcon swooped down, picked up her three friends, and zipped right through the keyhole, just as Zack was turning around to go. He's getting close to the car! What do I do? We've got to fly inside in order to battle his bacteria. Listen, Phoebe, I know it's not going to be pleasant... But you're going to have to fly right into his nose. I understand. And through all that gloop and glorp, it's the only way. And Phoebe went <sniffs> right into Zack's drippy nose. Wow, said Jude. You thought it'd be harder to convince us to do this, huh? Asked Mojo. We're full of surprises, aren't we? Asked Phoebe. Yeah, I'm really surprised you didn't just fly through his ear. That would have worked, too. Oh. And Phoebe came down to perch on a glorp-free nose hair. Well, let's get some of this stuff off of me. How will we know if any of it's strep? It will be difficult. What about your strep detector? It only determines proximity. It cannot pinpoint location. Well, what's it saying now? Let me just de it a little bit. (coughs) And she wiped off the detector and pressed a button. Beep 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 There is Strep bacteria less than one centimeter to the north, south, east, west, to the up and to the down, and out from all the green gloop and glunk slept one yellowish green blob. Ah new children for us to infect The Strep creature was every bit as big as Phoebe, meaning it was four times bigger than the rest of them. Hey, Veronica, said Jude, can you help this strep pick on someone its own size? I don't understand. I mean by shrinking it to our size. Oh, now I understand. (laughs) The giant yellow-green pile of bacteria bowled ever closer to them. Um, Veronica, any second now. What's going to happen any second now? You're gonna shrink the giant strep bacteria like I asked you to? No, you asked if I could. Well, can you? No, it only works on willing subjects. Well, that's useless. No, it's ethical. Guys, now isn't really the time for an ethics lecture. I'll say splork. And a wave of glop splashed over them. Oh no, I don't want to get strep again. Don't worry, you're too small for this bacteria to affect you on a cellular level. But you're just about the right size for smooshing. And the strep <laughs> bacteria rose up and crashed down over them again. <laughs> All right, ninjas, it's time we got to fight back. hi Legs and arms flying in a blur. Jude swiped off every bit of strep bacteria in an instant. Phoebe, wings, and the falcon started batting her gigantic wings, making a little whirlwind inside of Zack's nostril that pushed the strep bacteria deep back into a forest of nose hair. You will never defeat me, shouted the strep, its voice echoing through the cavernous nose. Mojo, shield, cried Jude. And Mojo jumped into Jude's arms and turtled up tight, just as a stream of yellow-green shot straight for the young ninja. Ching! And it reflected right off the turtle's hard shell. Veronica, shrink ray. On whom? On me. Uh, Why? Strep, you don't know what it's like to be sick, do you? Yeah, it means I get to ride around on Gloop and glock, and maybe even infect others. But you know how we feel? Do you know what getting sick is like for a kid? What does this have to do with me shrinking you, Jude? Well, if you make me small enough, I can affect Strep. On a cellular level. But I'd have to shrink you down to an atomic size. We might not be able to find you later. Why would you do that to yourself? Don't you just want to get bigger and more powerful? No. I like myself. And I'll keep improving no matter what happens to me. How? By believing in myself and the people around me. Believing in your ability to make them sick? Now I understand you'll make me sick, and then you'll make them sick, and then you'll be Wow, the- you really are thick, cried Phoebe Falcon. Veronica used the shrink gray, and Veronica set the dial to atom-sized, and pointed it back at Jude. Kid, wait. Don't shrink yourself into nothing, just to teach me a lesson. Why not? Well, I- I like you. Jude our battle in this nostril has tickled Zack's nose. That means a thousand more of my not-so-little friends are dripping their way here. I'll hold them off. You all get out of here, said Mojo-Go-Go. No, Mojo, we're doing this together. Besides, turtles don't make very good ninjas. Yeah, the idea of a ninja turtle is pretty ridiculous when you think about it. Strep. If you like me, will you help us? Why would I do that? You like Jude because he likes himself. Yeah. Helping others makes you like yourself more. Oh no, I can't like myself. I'm a bacterial infection. And just then... (laughs) Zach must have sneezed. But from inside his nose, it felt like a hurricane, and all of them had to cling to nose hairs for dear life. A scenery of strep started rushing towards them. Hey, hey, mucus, slow down. And suddenly, Zack gave a sniff. All right, strep, I know you're all hidden in there. Come out. And little yellow, green, and blue blobs started popping out of that stream of gross glorp. These pandas ninjas have helped me see a new light. I don't get it, where are their spots? No pandas is a condition. Well, even so, it would make more sense if at least one of you was an actual panda. Well, I'm a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) A ninja turtle. Now I've seen everything. Well, actually I've never seen anything outside of Zack's body. No, all of you quiet down. I've discovered something much better than making children sick. No way. Huh? I don't believe it. It's called liking yourself. I don't know. I live in mucus. Yeah, our favorite holiday is getting sneezed onto people's faces. Besides, we got nowhere to go except onto other people. Well, that's not entirely true, said Jude. Veronica has a shrink ray. That's right. I can make all of you so small that you have your own little world. I can even bring you to Mars and keep you safe there. None of us are susceptible to strep. Doesn't that sound great? Anything's better than this gloopy life. Yeah, hey, let's spread the word. And by spread, we mean not making people sick? This might take a while, said Mojo. And it did. In fact... It took just long enough for Veronica to call another spaceship down from Mars. When all the bacteria were together and ready, she <coughs> shrunk them down. Until they were so small, it couldn't even make a caterpillar sick. Then she gave them their very own spaceship and felt as big as a planet to them. All right, that's one kid cured. About how many others have strep? About three million a year and north whatever uh, alone. Oh boy. Slow and steady wins the race. But maybe slow and steady and small makes the race a little too long, asked Phoebe. Well, we'll help too, said the ship full of uninfectious bacteria. On this ship, we can reach a thousand kids a day. Well, if any of them want to become pandas ninjas, send them our way, okay? Sure thing! Jude heard from the spaceship as it zipped away at lightning speed. Veronica, when you called for that spaceship, you didn't happen to ask for an unshrink ray, did you? No, but I did something better. What? asked Phoebe Falcon. I installed a Bigify button while I was waiting for them to get here. Uh, shouldn't we wait until we're out of Zack's nose before? <laughs> <Back> to- <laughs> And that was the sneeze that shook What If World. But that's a story for another time. The end. All right, Jude, I hope you liked your story. Folks at home will have a couple of helpful links on the episode description this week. If you want to find out a little bit more about pandas for yourself, I'd like to thank Jude and his mom, Inga, for giving such a great question this week. We're lucky to have several new patrons on Patreon, and I want to give you all proper shout-outs. so please let us know who we can shout out to, if you want us to include your kids' names, or if you want a different What If World character to give them thanks on the air. Oh, and a few of our gracious fans have said they wanted to congratulate us for our wedding. (laughs) The best gift you could give us would be an honest review, or you could check out our Patreon and... Maybe become a real what if I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor, producer, and wife. Craig Martinson, who wrote our fantastic theme song. Jason O'Keefe, for our awesome artwork and his great speech at my wedding. And all you kids at home who like yourself enough to help others. Until we meet again,
1: keep wondering. What if world?
0: this is world.